1: This is QNN, your community network news, bringing you the latest in LGBTIQA plus news and sport from Australia and the world, celebrating 15 years on air, thanks to Australia's only rainbow community media organisation, Joy.
2: Hi there, I'm Matthew Wade, and this is your QNN update. The initial home of Sydney's first queer museum, Qtopia in Darlinghurst, has been revealed ahead of Sydney World Pride this summer. Not-for-profit organisation Qtopia will set up the Queer Museum in Green Park's Bandstand in Darlinghurst. It will open to the public in February, in time for the Sydney World Pride Mega Festival that month. The museum will host displays documenting historical LGBTIQ culture and depression, as well as commemorate the AIDS epidemic and the community response in Sydney. More than 60 Queensland Police Service Personnel statewide have gathered in Brisbane this week for training on how they can better support the LGBTIQ community in police related matters. 63 sworn and unsworn QPS members took part in the two-day program this week which covered topics including mental health, domestic and family violence, youth issues, experiences of trans people and support for intersex people. Last month, the Queensland Police Service committed to delivering a landmark apology to the LGBTIQ community next year. A development application has been lodged for the site of the famous Sydney Gay Sauna 357. Lodged in May 2022, the application to the City of Sydney Council would see the existing building demolished while preserving the existing facade. However, co-owners Luke and Ty want to alleviate concerns, stating that if the proposed development is approved, 357 will continue at another location. A free event in Brisbane over the weekend is hoping to start the conversation about violence within the LGBTIQA community. The Queer and Trans Violence Prevention Community Day has been organised by Many Genders, One Voice and hopes to create space to talk about experiences of violence and what is missing within current systems of support. Organisers hope the event will be the first in a series focusing on domestic, family, intimate partner and sexual violence affecting LGBTIQ sister girl and brother boy communities. And anti-trans groups such as the LGB Alliance and Binary Australia as well as the Australian Christian Lobby are among the 20 organisations that have been identified as far-right and extremist groups by the Global Project Against Hate and Extremism. According to the GPAHE, a majority of the groups listed in its Australia report are white nationalist, anti-immigrant or anti-Muslim, but anti-LGBTQ+, anti-trans, anti-Semitic and anti-women groups also made the list. That was your news update. Now to Jacqueline with your sport report.
3: October 14-16 to 16 saw the AFLW season's Pride round marking the third year of celebrating diversity and inclusion in the sport. For the first time, players of all 18 clubs took to the field, wearing a neat Guernsey designed in collaboration with player and supporter groups. The Blues Carlton Pride Group and Bulldog Pride Supporter Group were instrumental in their club's final design. World Squash Day was held on Saturday 15 October. Squash and Racquetball Victoria held a celebrity challenge in Melbourne, who squashed diehards on the court including comedian Dave Hughes and celebrity master chef George Calambaris. Squash Australia CEO Robert Donoghue took the opportunity to encourage the rainbow community to get involved. It's World Squash Day 2022. It's an opportunity for us to celebrate squash worldwide, but in particular to celebrate and welcome the rainbow community into
2: our sport as well.
3: A Monash University study supported by Vic Health reveals that individuals at nearly half of the Australian sporting clubs surveyed still believe homosexuality is wrong or unnatural. The data found Australian football clubs. Clubs used more homophobic language than cricket and field hockey clubs. Contributing author, Dr. Eric Dennison, advises clubs host pride rounds to address fear of discrimination and abuse. And the 66th Ballon d'Or ceremony took place on Monday in Paris, recognising the best male and female footballers in the world. Chelsea and Matilda star Sam Kerr, though nominated consecutive times, was pipped at the post for the prestigious award by the 2021 Ballon d'Or winner Alexia Patellas, who scored 34 goals for Barcelona with Arsenal forward Beth Mead placing second.
2: Thanks Jacqueline. That's what's making news in the LGBTIQA plus community this week. The q and team will be back here next week or you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Q&N. I'm Matthew Wade. Q&N was recorded
1: at Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tune in to Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, joy.org.au or via the Joy app. Q&N is distributed across the community radio network with thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia.